This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com, Chicago's sports station. And Watts, a little pressure from Frazier as it poked free. Clock's going to run now, and this ballgame is going to come to an end. And a Spartan surprise in East Lansing tonight as Dosumu gets the steal, runs that one up and in, count the bucket for Dosumu. But not enough as Michigan State gets the 81-72 upset over fifth-ranked Illinois. Michigan State came in here with a game plan. They decided what they were going to do. They did it by committee. They fought their way through this. This is a statement game for Michigan State. Doesn't get them in, but it's a start headed to March. Our final score in this one, Michigan State 81, Illinois 72. Mully at Hall, Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score, our thanks to the fine folks at FS1 on the final call there of the, of the Illini losing 81-72 to Michigan State. We've been, we've been trying not to talk about it, but we're delighted to have Kevin Googler, who you heard on the call there, join us. Kevin, of course, did the Illini Tuesday. He did Fox NFL in the fall. He called the Masters when Tiger... Uh, had that win for Westwood One. So a man uh, that we really uh, are fortunate to have today, and he's on the score hotline presented by Alpamani Ford in Melrose Park on North Avenue or APFord.com. Kevin, good morning. How are you? Morning, Kevin. I am great. Thanks for having me on. Well, we're delighted to talk to you. And, um, you know, I guess we should start with the most recent news, which um, is, well, I guess it's not the most recent, but... Uh, the Illini game, um, you know, we were talking about it because uh, that that game, um, Ohio State Michigan, was such a good game, and it was it was so well fought and and well played that neither team moved. So the Illini are fifth in the nation. They got two teams in the conference ahead of them. Uh, you know, I mean, they're they're three, four, five. And you want to be one of that top four because you want that seeding. And we know that uh, that Gonzaga and Baylor have been there all year and are both undefeated. Um, are, the, are the Illini a top seed? Did they cost themselves ground? As long as they come back and take care of business, will it be okay? What, what was your thoughts as uh, you saw the outcome? Well, I think first off, if they take care of business down the stretch, they're going to be fine because they have opportunities against two of those teams in front of them still with Michigan and with Ohio State. So if they can figure out a way to beat those two teams, Grant, on the road, not an easy task. But if they can do that, they'll have a chance to get in there and, and be a number one seed. So I don't think it cost them on Tuesday. It was just a game in which Michigan State, I thought, played more like the desperate team. Michigan State knew they needed to do something if they were going to make any sort of move 
towards playing in March because right now they're out of the NCAA tournament. And I thought what they did was they, as Donnie said in that clip that you played, they had a game plan. Their game plan was every time Kofi Coburn touched the ball, they were going to collapse on him. They were going to run a bunch of bigs at him. They were going to send him to the line. He went three for 11 there. And they knew he wasn't going to pass out. He has two assists in conference play, so he's not going to pass out of the post. And their plan worked. Now, can other teams replicate that? I don't think so, because I don't think other teams have four bigs that you can run at Kofi Coburn and be happy fouling him and sending him to the line with the frequency Michigan State did. Kevin, you were also behind the mic on the job for Westwood One in 2019. Tiger Woods won the Masters, and you had to find a way to put that into words. Imagine the last uh, 48 hours, a lot of things have gone through your head, that memory probably uh, at the top of the list. But uh, how would you describe the way that watching what Tiger Woods is going through and trying to recover now from that horrific traffic accident in California the other day, how did it affect you? Well, I, I think first you look at it and you say, thank goodness that his kids still have their dad. I mean, that to me is the is the first thing that comes to my mind anytime. And I think that makes anybody who has kids, you're, you always seem like you always think that when these moments happen. So I was first happy to hear that the injuries weren't life-threatening. That was the first thing I waited for when I heard the news was, oh, my gosh, how, how significant is this? The golf is something we all think about. I mean, that's how Tiger Woods is defined for so many of us as one of the greatest, if not the greatest golfer of all time. And I think back a lot, well before this accident, to that Masters in 2019, which he won, because it was it's one of the five best sporting events I've ever gotten the chance to cover. And, I, and I've covered Final Fours. I've been in NFC and AFC Championship games. I've had the chance to call an amazing amount of things. But being in Augusta National, when Tiger Woods is winning a Masters, is unlike any sporting event anywhere in the world. It's just a different animal. And you hope selfishly as a sports fan that you get a chance to see Tiger play that course again. But the first thing I thought was, you know, as a dad myself, was I'm, I'm grateful for his kids that living in the public eye like they do, like anybody does at that level of celebrity, that they're going to still have their dad around. And hopefully he'll be able to recover. And hopefully then we selfish sports fans can get the chance to watch Tiger play golf again. You know, I, I, I think that's a great take. And I think that when I go back in my mind and think of that 2019 Masters, I think of the, of the kids. I think of him after that having the kids there because you, you think of whatever was 97, whenever he was getting going, and his, his father, you know, that, that moment with his dad. And then to see, you know, we've been watching Tiger his entire life, it feels like, and to see that you know, that moment with his dad and then you have him with his kids. It was just kind of a beautiful thing and a certain symmetry and obviously the breakthrough for him after uh, waiting uh, the drought as long as it was. Um, I don't know. I, I, I mean, we should we should let people know the L.A. County Sheriff says the Tiger was not drunk during the crash. It was purely an accident. And there's information on his Twitter account where they talk about Open fractures to his uh, to his lower right leg, a rod placed into his tibia, screws, pins. I, it, it's it's hard to imagine him golfing. It's hard to project that. And I'm with you. I think we all want that at some point, even if it's the old timers tour. But my God, you look at that car and he, it just it broke your heart. I I was going to Kobe. 
Uh, oh, no question. We all do because he's a, he's that level of celebrity. He's a one name celebrity. You don't have to say, you could say something about Kobe without having to say Kobe Bryant. You can say something about Tiger Woods without having to say Tiger Woods. You say Tiger. He's a one name celebrity. He's, he's reached that stature. The other thing I think of is when you hear about all those leg injuries is how in the world is his back, which has just been so injury plagued and so worn down by all the years on tour. How is his back going to react to all of this trauma? I mean, that's anybody, you, all of us have pulled our back when lifting something or helping somebody move or doing like a lot of yard work or some ridiculous thing. Then, then we have a sore back for a week. And then we try not to tell anybody about it other than when we go on the score, because we sound like we're just absolutely terrible athletes. And Tiger Woods has had, you know, he's been at the top of the sports He's had this back thing forever, and now he gets into a car wreck like that. You think, what is that going to be like at the end of this, let alone the leg issues? I, I'm just hopeful that Tiger can get back to a point where, yes, he's healthy enough to be around his kids and to be with his grandkids someday and to be able to move around. I, I Again, selfishly, I'd love to see him play golf. I, I just don't know with these injuries what you're going to see from Tiger at the end of all of this. Kevin, we're also at the time of the year. We're talking about spring training, the Cubs and White Sox out in Arizona. It's fun to watch and to hear on a daily basis as you're looking forward to the baseball seasons. How would you define your level of Cub fandom at this point in your life, <laughs> this season heading into this year, and what are your expectations? Um, my level of Cub fandom is high. Uh, that has not changed. I am, I, look, I, when you are a Cub fan, you sign up knowing most times that um, you're going to see some lean years, and that was, the, that was the situation for most of my life. So, if you are, if you're saying because this may be the next phase for the Chicago Cubs, as far as you know how they how they the window being closed from the run that got them the 2016 World Series championship, I, I am not going to. There's no way you're bailing on these guys. I mean, this is this is something I've. I've enjoyed since I was a kid. I have fond memories of sitting at Wrigley Field with my uncle. I have fond memories of watching Lee Smith run in from the bullpen at Dodger Stadium at one mile an hour and thinking, is the game ever going to end? Because he's never going to get to the mound. Uh, I, I, have, I have a lot of fond memories of being at spring training and watching the Cubs. That was where we went every year in college. We would drive down to spring training and watch baseball. Um, I, this, is, this year is... is such a unique year because of everything we've all been through with the pandemic. I'm just excited that we've got baseball. And look, do I expect the Cubs to be in the World Series? No. Do I expect I will spend a good portion of my summer enjoying Cubs baseball? Absolutely, because that's what I've done every summer since I was a kid, and I continue to do so. I, I Look, I, there's a lot of unknowns. I hope they surprise people, and hope is the thing that should be tattooed on every Cub fan's right and left arm because that's what we've had for most years and not a whole lot else. Um, but hope is what you walk into any season with when you're a Cub fan. And look, when you're a White Sox fan, you've got hope this year. You may have a little bit more to back up that hope this season. But as far as Cub fans go, we all have hope. We all have hope that this is going to be a surprising year. And maybe at the end of this thing, we'll say, hey, that was better than we expected. You know, maybe the offense isn't broken. And maybe the offense yeah, exactly. can carry the pitching. <laughs> That's, I mean, it's that time yeah, of year. Maybe some of these guys, maybe some of these guys in the bullpen will pan out. You know, they got the pitching lab. Maybe the pitching lab has figured That's... out something again with a couple of these guys. Maybe Jake Arrieta can dip his arm into magic waters and find something from 2015 and 2016. You never know. You never. It's February 25th. Anything can happen on February 25th. Oh, you really are a fan. 
You've got the disease, Kevin. We can hear it in your voice. Thanks so much. Great catching up with you. Really appreciate the insights. Good stuff. Thanks for having me on. See you guys. That is Kevin Kugler. That's hysterical. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.